listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I gotta love Jones for your body and your skin tone. Five minutes alone, I'm already on the bone. Plus, I love the fact you got a mind of your own. No need to shop around, you got the good stuff at home. Even if I'm locked up in North, you in the world wrapping three-fourths of cloth, never showing your stuff off, boo. It be true me for you, that's how it is. I be your Noah, you be my whiz. I'm your mister, you my missus with hugs and kisses. Valentine's cards, birthday wishes, please. We're on another level of planning of understanding. The bond between man and woman and child. High as elevation, cause we above. All the romance crap. Just show your love. Just show your love. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tales Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Monday. Yes. Ready to do some podcasting. Um, of course, you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme um and look man you guys know what we do man it is an annual tradition it has been for a very long time a few years now i I don't even remember when when we we started this Mm -hmm. um i know we was doing it before it was cool we was we was we was watching it when people had the ebt jokes yeah we was making the ebt jokes we, we was, was like we we've been doing this since um like i don't know like probably the inception i don't know for at least a year or two into the show yeah um, when they first started so we're going way back but at this point it's almost like an annual tradition mm-hmm. for people that you know really fucks with the show it's like a black twitter friend of union because literally people tweet this is the only time a year something some tweet. Well, I'm not talking about just Twitter. I'm talking about us. Like, oh, me and you, yes. It's a it's a annual tradition at this point that we talk about the BET Awards, mm-hmm. our favorite award show. Yes. Like before we get to all the you know the bullshit award shows and stuff that we don't watch. Um, people always people always you know hit us up. Y'all gonna talk about the Grammys? We every Twitter, every time on Twitter, we always y'all gonna talk about the Emmys. Y'all gonna talk about the Grammys. Y'all gonna talk about the Oscars. Y'all gonna talk about uh I don't know country music awards. I don't know what y'all watching. No, we're not. <laughs> we are not. We don't watch those things. No, we uh, and, and and there's nothing wrong with people that watch it, and there's nothing wrong with people that invest their time in these things. But I'm gonna tell y'all right now. A lot of y'all be very disappointed when niggas don't win. A lot of y'all don't watch a lot of the stuff or consume a lot of stuff. Y'all know black people in there. Y'all root for all black people. I do too. I root for black people too. But I understand that with the BET Awards, it's centered around us. So that's very different than something that's white-centric that we are included in. And sometimes we're excluded in the inclusion. Right. Um, And so, yeah, like Karen says, no shade, but... Mm -hmm we just don't i don't i've never been fulfilled by white award shows and they never jive with what's happening in my social space they never jive with what is happening in my life they never jive with what my friends are listening to my like none none of that stuff is you know the movies we love they just it's like we can't never get any fucking appreciation Mm-mm. and you know it's it's you don't want to end up sound like you're begging right you know what i mean like oh i wish these white people would turn around and understand and it's not shade to people that are like trying to get in those lanes because i absolutely respect and understand there's different ways of you know uh trying to get power and representation but for us it's always been like yeah i'm not watching the oscars 
you know part of the reason we don't watch oscars is because they you know they have done so such a bad job with representation we've just checked out you know don't expect everybody to check out Mm -hmm. we've also made the arguments on here about why we think things like oscar so white and inclusion and diversity and changing the uh the oscars paradigm is crucially important for black creators so both things can be true um but yeah we you know we we actually like stand for the bet awards yeah i actually am looking back um yeah we were talking about bet awards all the way back to like um shit episode 78 was the bet hip-hop awards because we used to talk about that um although hip-hop awards as we haven't really watched those as much lately Mm-mm. um and yeah we reviewed the bet awards on let me return let me go back on my own thing a little bit but yeah it's since 2011 yeah and no. that's when we started the show 2011 yeah so we have we, talked about the bet awards every goddamn year since two since we started the podcast so i'm not you know no 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 shade to my to the johnny come lately's and the um you know the people that it kind of blackness but got real like trendy and to be fair to to everybody um bet awards did step it up and get better over the years they have improve on quality you know we was advocating for that um big time um you know at the time so um yeah so so yeah, maybe uh, a year after we started the show 2010 11 yeah when we first started 2011 we did an episode called token negro highlander we talked about the vtl wars with uh elon james white and lj Williams. way back um episode 78 joe clark life coach we talked about <laughs> the bet hip-hop awards um and then uh episode um well, the episode i had my um cousin anthony morrow who uh mm-hmm. played in the nba we had him on we talked about the bet awards with him and that was forgiving chris brown because that was that time chris brown danced and, br- and broke down crying <laughs> yeah it didn't do michael jackson yeah and he was crying so hard that everybody was like i get okay i get i guess he's forgiven uh now i'm not saying everybody did but a lot of people was like like he went from persona non grata couldn't perform to back you know doing albums and, and touring and shit mm-hmm. uh because he had to break down crying in front of everybody was dancing his heart out um uncle charlie the god yeah you know what i'm not even gonna lie that that one right there that was one of my favorite bet award, award show shows. of all time that was episode 503 because i don't care what nobody says charlie wilson can put on a motherfucking show that was one of the first times when he you but like this you can tell somebody that's a performer and that like performing is is like that that's in them and that's what they do he performed so hard that literally we at home i felt like i was there it was like it was like the energy was so high you could literally feel the energy almost like run through your tv and fill your house up for those of you that remember this and the thing about charlie wilson that what's amazing and one of the reasons why why roger talked before we don't watch a lot of the other shows you mean to tell me this man who has been who has worked and wrote songs for all types of artists has never performed at the grammys and some of these other award shows he's never fucking performed has he won any lifetime achievements or any of that shit like but we was like my nigga you're home perform for us and put on a show and that nigga put on a motherfucking show 
yeah and i think that was the year that justin timberlake had performed there too yeah and, uh, and it was like uncle charlie went after justin timberlake and we was like now see that is a performance yeah because justin timberlake was like all right that's not that's, that's cute yeah i don't even know if he got that much love at the time because it wasn't even like i think that was his suit and tie year so the songs wasn't even like it wasn't a year like when he had uh that album that had timberland on it and shit yes like then he would have killed but he came in there suit and tie shit and everybody was like i guess yeah I and then uncle charlie came out and we was like now see that's a goddamn performer yeah <laughs> uncle charlie was like y'all remember them songs y'all aunts and uncles just paid that french fry that was me nigga let me show you why they was happy yep um hobby lobby we had that's when we covered the that's the name of the episode we covered the 2014 bet awards um we had covered 2015 bet awards at duggar please on episode 958 where we talked about the duggars and stuff too uh we had um bet awards 2016 recap was called 12 episode 1232 blackness overload that was when uh jesse uh jesse williams was uh still everybody's fave mm-hmm. and he gave that speech about black men and uh, being better to black women and then everybody accused him of cheating on his wife and they got divorced so hey you know easy come easy go uh we got episode sit down comedian 1706 which was last year's bet awards um so yeah that i mean we have consistently talked about this um uh, oh i'm sorry 983 bet awards 2015 was a, was another one we did i mean look man bet awards 2017 was 1471 we have been talking about this shit is all i'm saying no offense to other podcasts no offense to the johnny come lately's no offense to those who just learned how to like but it's fun, celebrate y'all. and love us and to not come in and just with your arms folded and not have a good time it's been a good time now was it kind of low budget and janky set points yes yeah. it was but yeah. it was always for us first it was always the people winning the fucking awards were not iggy azalea or bad baby mm-hmm. or fucking like it was it was people from and within the culture or people that at least had respect for the culture and that was a better better truer representation of what you know blackness is in america to me whether yeah, it was for the yeah. movies whether it was for the um performances whether it was for the host whatever it, it was always been better to me than any of these white shows that i don't watch yeah and uh for me uh beck ain't winning over beyonce i can tell you that motherfucking thing yeah all right so 2019 bt awards it was lit yeah it was lit now we had to watch fear the walking dead for an hour in between this so some of our viewing is out of order right so we're but, gonna be kind of a little bit of bouncing around but i have like a little outline of what happened um and overall i just thought it was probably top top five agreed ones that they've done from top to bottom now i'm not just saying performances i mean obviously we had the beyonce one um mm-hmm. you know we've had like we've had some some i mean uncle charlie we've had some performance but this was up there this was up there um and uh i think the other reason i have to give this like a lot of credit man regina hall hosted she, her ass off all by her motherfucking self she hard she held that shit down she was so fucking good yes she was like i mean i have watched her it's with the actress or actor or whatever it, it's hard because when you watch them do comedic roles you know they're reading other people's lines 
and it's a different muscle than hosting a, a show and then she's not a stand-up comedian which they normally go for something like that right. um but this is the second year in a row i believe they pick like a comedic actor instead of stand-up uh looking last year was anthony anderson and um um why can't i think of rainbow's real name um <laughs> uh, uh uh what what am i why am i drawing a blank on this um oh tracy ellis ross yeah tracy ellis ross and and i think anthony anderson did it last year mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken and that was enjoyable because too. some of the ones that they had actual comedians were the worst ones what? yes they were like the worst host um like uh yeah uh chris tucker was bad he was not good uh i know people said they liked jamie fox i thought i thought he was really hit or miss especially he got kind of stuck in a bag yeah because every joke was like a black panther joke because black panther was such a big cultural moment but it's like by the time the BET Awards came yeah. around, we was like off of black. It was like we love Black Panther, but we over like Wakanda Forever, Dashigis, and stuff like that. It's now now it's June. We've all seen the movie seventeen times, right? Um, so he kind of got stuck in a, a rock in a hard place. Um, and then he also did this thing that a lot of comedians do. It felt like he freestyled a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of ad libs, and some of the segments came off to me kind of weird because it was like, let me bring Donald Glover up here and like kind of talk shit about him a little bit make it awkward for him make him sing and then people took it and was like see look he hates donald glover that's what that really means it's like i don't know they two rich niggas they probably don't really give a fuck about all this mm-hmm. um and 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 sometimes i think it's probably some behind i think with his year they i think the ad was from him having to stretch time you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah it is i mean right. that's what it is but it's also this confidence and i'm going to stretch time as opposed to i'm going to go out here with something to say like right. like i think regina hall for whether they changed the format behind the scenes or not right she showed up and every time she was on stage she had a joke or something to say mm-hmm. it never felt like she was out there being like oh mom 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 uh okay hey hey how about you in the audience let me say something yeah, to you yeah. and i think the comedians and stuff want to do that live crowd work because they do that stuff on the road i think they want to be like i'm gonna just roast the audience there's famous people here but when you're talking about famous people that are at an award show unless you're willing to be like kind of scathing right most people don't want to hear your joke about snoop Dogg smokes weed Mm-mm. you know so it just wasn't that um it wasn't like that yeah and and it may be uh like you say over the years you know they probably listened to the critiques and, and it seemed like they actually streamlined it where there was not that much downtime where somebody would have to stretch it like you know what i'm saying like no no we, we're going to actually follow this in order right um so uh yeah i think my guess is i don't know but behind the scenes my guess would be that regina hall really was like i need writers i need material i'm not vamping i want to go out there and i want to have a gag every time we have a break or something i want to go out there um with something to say something to do and she was so fucking good so Mm -hmm. it opened up with um cardi b and offset doing a performance together cardi b was fucking stunting in this green wouldn't you know um you know it's it's kind of (laughs) like beyonce jay-z but you know with them because it's just like um everybody comes for cardi it's not that offset is not a big deal the migos are a huge fucking deal yeah but, but I, i'm there for cardi right. I'm, I'm not in i mean i mean I'm, I'm glad you did you you game but i i'm here for cardi yeah she's such just like an undeniable star it's mm-hmm. just it's not even like close um and so but it was cool like she did a little lap dance on his lap and stuff and you know i guess that's a you know for a lot of people it was funny i saw 
an article on buzzfeed that was like 15 pictures of couples at the bt awards that'll make you believe in black love or something like that and they picture was number one and i was like and eh. i mean just it seemed like not that long ago y'all was telling me he was emotionally abusive because he cheated on her and the walked she, up on the stage yeah, yeah. he need to leave mm-hmm. and uh she was in a bad situation and i don't know I, and i'm glad that i stuck to my guns and was like i don't fucking know because they might stay together correct and fucking die together at, at 79 years old i don't fucking know what's gonna happen with them people and uh you know you hope everybody's doing okay but i mean that whole relationship is wild you know so uh but it was cool to see uh that performance was cool um and then uh cardi uh oh and then that's when regina hall came in and they had like a ode to just dc and they played like go-go music um they had uh sugar bear from eu and they did uh the butt i haven't heard that song a long time and and that song is like super old i bet you there was people in the crowd going the fuck is this yeah uh james funk from rare essence was up there and also it was crazy because uh like regina hogg they had like a almost like a um beyonce homecoming entrance mm-hmm. uh with the drums and stuff and then they came over to her she was like wearing uh like a fur and, and a crown or something and then and she had a cane and then uh she takes it off and um them red striped pants she was wearing it she was wearing it like regina hall is fine as shit Come that was on. crazy like everybody kept saying it throughout the night on twitter because everybody was like she bad you know um and so she was dancing she did the butt taraji p henson came on with like a fanny pack on yeah, and so some biker shorts, biker shorts like, yes, it was, biker shorts. like it was 1992 and she uh she was dancing a special ed video <laughs> come on <laughs> and, and uh they start getting up there they was doing all the auntie dances the butt running man uh <laughs> yes all the auntie dances yeah one of those out understated things about the bet awards that can't be talked about enough it is quietly the only award show when there's a musical performance you can cut to the crowd at any time and everybody on beat yes always on beat like most of the time they know the words depending on the artist but every time they on beat ain't nobody doing no swaying if they clapping they on beat dog it don't matter who you cut to like they like this was a live show you quick cuts to the audience like in addition to mostly people knowing the words it was also everybody was clapping on the twos and the foes like yes they was it was so beautiful like aisha Kerr was clapping on twos before she was among the community that she comes from (laughs) uh (laughs) it was good to see her there she got up and presented her award and everything i said okay now you gotta leave from now on you gotta say you included in uh we accept our shades i don't want to hear nothing else um uh one of the funniest jokes that that uh regina hall said when she was she she just embraced the auntieisms mm-hmm. i don't know if she likes to go by auntie or not i respect her pronouns you know but right um but, but, but she just embraced like the whole like i'm 50 and i'm hosting this fucking award show uh because she's just like uh it's a lot of uh, rappers named baby up in here that's uh, that's that's the fuck what i would have said a lot of babies she's like she's like she like even when she threw to some of the um to some of the like performances she'd be like it's one of the baby rappers because <laughs> there was like four of them Should the hell i'm supposed to keep up with that yeah i appreciate also the vibe of 
the rappers and everybody being cool with it mm-hmm. at least that i saw i mean maybe we'll hear something later where they're like you know but it sounds like it's almost like that cookout vibe where it's like it's cool you making jokes um so uh yeah little baby won best new artist mm-hmm. um and i don't know this is new trend these guys have i guess are wearing like bulletproof vest to the back i don't know the shit is confusing i was like are we parachuting is it a bulletproof vest i i I don't know is it is it going to morph into something else is it a transformer i was so confused where's your parachute i was confused right um yeah someone brought up they had billy ray say the h you call uh later on she said that howard's home billy ray cyrus (laughs) when they performed uh old town road uh but that was good uh they had one of the best promos i've ever seen for bet where it's like uh i think it was like come back home or something like that and it was all this black stuff and they're starting a bet plus, plus like i don't know if it's a subscription service but i know I, it's I'm, streaming yeah i'm assuming it's a pres- uh not prescription no, subscription, subscription service. service yeah I, um, I didn't see them talk about price or where to get it but they was like it's streaming bet streaming uh all the black shit straight to your phone yeah and shit. it, it wouldn't surprise me if some items are free and then some of the items they might have to charge have to charge you for it's something that they're uh doing in conjunction with uh tyler perry uh studios mm-hmm. or tyler perry production shit studios and production he both and um i was like that's actually excellent uh because it's a lot of our shit because everybody else got a streaming service but this is strictly for us where you could be like i oh, where's the black shit nigga is all right here uh then the baby performed and he had on some type of muscle suit and they had a skit about death row uh at the source awards that muscle suit was funny because i was like is it i don't think nobody's actually shaped like that yeah i was like yo he did, when did he get this jacked i feel like <laughs> i was like where was i i feel like i just was watching him but um i guess he was trying to do like a suge knight parody type thing i don't know uh but i do know that uh they they perform they song um and i be, i can i can basically not understand the word i'm sorry the baby i love you don't beat me up in the mall but i i didn't understand what was happening uh there was a big ass blow up baby dancing on the stage oh now that confused me i did not know what was happening with the baby dolls i was very upset because it was a white baby i mean i feel like it'd be awards we should get a black baby we should blow get brown up doll. babies come on now uh he looked like zachary levi in the shazam costume <laughs> he did it <laughs> <laughs> that red tight ass shit uh then uh justin scott irv Gotti, and i forget who the other maybe terrence jay i can't remember who the other person was they came up and they presented a uh award um to and uh marsha martin won uh like best young something she did not see that coming the best it was the marseille martin award that's what it was it was they named other people but we all knew the answer like everybody they named was like Mm-mm. It's, we know who produced little um so uh yes she won she gave a cool speech she was like um because when they called her she was like did they call my sugar she didn't say anything but her face was like did they call my name yeah the gift of her getting up is like That's hilarious going around twitter today like people was like you know when they call your name in the dmv or something you know like <laughs> like what right like that was like she that was that she that it looked almost like the gift from blackest when she was like shocked and put her hand on her chest <laughs> yes! uh but that was cool um then they showed the commercial for the new lion king mm-hmm. the one with beyonce and donna glover singing mm-hmm. and that's the first time i saw a commercial for lion king that made me go i might need to see this 
oh i was gonna go regardless i know most of you negroes were gonna wear the same dashikis you took to black panther yeah. but for me sure personally and didn't and wouldn't have gave a damn it's I was, all black my nigga i was holding out until i saw something better i thought the first two previews was just okay but we didn't get to see much of the animals talking we didn't get to see simba talking and shit and then they were singing that song together beyonce and uh donna glover and i said i guess i gotta go see these lines commit treachery <laughs> uh man and then y'all the mcdonald's commercials were so black yes they were them commercials were so fucking black mcdonald's was like we gonna put on bet we want nothing but black people in all the commercials like do they only pull those commercials out for the wars because i think because i'm like when else could you possibly show these black ass back like mcdonald's commercials because they too black i look i don't mean y'all they super black i don't say it like it's too black for me i don't want y'all to misunderstand no 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 if they advertise on the black guy tips those are perfect ads right but they are too black for regular tv like if because it's like celebrating black excellence because black is the best black is better white people better step their motherfucking game up like it was that you loving it right like it was like they did everything except be like what's up my nigga you want some chicken (laughs) come on like it was so fucking black it was almost offensively black and not offensive to me but like if they showed the same mcdonald's commercials during like the nba finals it would it will fucking shut nbc down or abc or espn <laughs> it would shut it down people would be fucking calling up take this shit off my tv what is this i'm not boycott mcdonald's luckily no white people watch bet awards mm-hmm. really but uh shout out to uh viacom on them the bet was on bet vh1 and mtv they were right. like fuck it you're gonna watch if you turn here to that tonight this is what the hell you gonna watch yeah i'm sure white people just turn it off they're like this ain't real world and just turn it off <laughs> you know you know they did but i i mean that them commercials are so black i was it was i was looking around my house like is this okay can we do this apparently we can you can put mcdonald's in your baby's name for credit what is happening why is this commercial so black we won't leave the last sip of kool-aid at mcdonald's (laughs) the ice cream machine is down um That was another commercial too that had M&M's eating the newest flavor of M&M. That and was fucking hilarious. That was not hilarious. That was scary. <laughs> My mind was blown. I was very sad. Did y'all know M&M's were carnivorous and they would eat their own? I didn't know that. Like what happened? They was like, "My nigga, we ate it." Cannibals. <laughs> That's disgusting. I've been watching these little adorable motherfuckers during the Super Bowl all this time, and y'all will turn around and eat your own. Yuck. Never will I eat another M&M well um, uh, can i have yours yep all right then um regina hall got a call during one award presentation <laughs> oh no well, she was about to bring fantasia out and it was 50 cent on facetime saying she he owed her money yes i mean she owed him money it's tomorrow where i am yeah he said i know you do a vt awards i just got off a plane and where i'm at it's already tomorrow so i'm gonna need my money because <laughs> that's what the thing he's been doing i it was funny when they showed him on the camera i was like <laughs> like what is she was he owe her money i said as a joke and yes he, he, apparently that's what they were going with mm-hmm. um fantasia performed and uh, father god thunder thighs that woman was like if you want the thighs you getting the thighs and her um black boots was past her knees and honey you was getting all her body let me tell you something 
that's a fine ass woman fantasia well, karen you have to lust over the men only remember we got a email about this and that person was very nope. they were the men you got to dance for them karen nope. okay get the- that woman was fine wow okay all right well i guess i'll do the men uh you you can do you can, you can handle that jesus uh don't write me okay i i'm i'm just here uh trying to get not to get fine and you uh, know and you can tell that cocoa butter them up and uh, sprinkle some sparkles on the something because they was glistening them yeah them yams was out um she also has just been flourishing in life yes she has ever since she got rid of that man she met at t-mobile that was cheating and had a wife she ain't looked back since congratulations i'm happy for her yeah and then that black outfit i said you know what i would like to see her play storm in the marvel x-men movies and somebody I, said i said storm for re- could be able to sing too yes i said for reasons and they said what reasons i would need to know i'm like nigga i'm looking at at the reasons what are you talking about come on after, after she got through if you don't want me then don't talk to me go ahead and free yourself and she freed herself Mm-hmm. she was right and uh yeah it was it was an amazing performance because uh, you know she can sing as well mm-hmm. uh as 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 look good um but uh yeah the timeline was in shambles when she came out with the with the gams out for everybody Mm -hmm. everybody's thinking the same exact thing at the same exact time (laughs) (laughs) yep we was thinking about what's the yams uh cardi won an award for best album i think over the carters who weren't there um and of course she had the thighs out um mm-hmm. as well it was a thigh fest it i don't was know what was happening it was definitely like that was the theme of the night thighs out it was uh, uh um no complaints but yes lots of thighs regina hall came out and she man she had so many good sections uh but the joke she was making about um about how uh gentrification yes and how um she's dead a drug dealer and uh what uh he exchanged uh substances she said <laughs> like that shit was so fucking funny and she talked about being sad because you know the tragedies that happened this year and there was idris elba getting married yes and trey songs having that baby yes uh who she said but it's okay he named the baby mary and barry songs <laughs> uh bitch set me up uh so <laughs> she she fucking killed that shit um and then uh that's when lizzo came out and performed and lizzo fucking killed it um you know like it was dope because uh <laughs> alex english uh he's been on a show comedian mm-hmm. he said on twitter like the black people better claim lizzo before the white gays get it and they'll never come back because <laughs> from us look she was so fucking amazing it's dope to see like her blow up this year mm-hmm. um you know that which was interesting because like she definitely is having a moment this year and i was it's kind of interesting that megan the stallion didn't i don't think she got to perform okay at least during the awards like maybe okay. she did before well, after an experience right. but i didn't right. see her perform yet but i feel like she on her way maybe next year we'll be looking at her up there if I everything keeps going right mm-hmm. um and then the other thing man like the whole setup of her performance with the like wedding cake and the 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 motif was so dope but when she was twerking and turned around and a fucking flute came out of nowhere i said where did the fucking flute come from okay i thought i was losing my mind like literally 
she had a microphone in her hand dancing she turned and turned back around and she was playing a motherfucking flute and i was like was the flute compacted you know in her titties and she was like bam i don't know but but the flute came from somewhere i feel like the fucking flute came out of a portal and it was like on your left cap and she just turned around and the flute was there i didn't see nobody hand it to her i like i do not know where this flute came from yeah it was funny because azalea banks was on uh on instagram talking shit about her being talking shit about lizzo because that's what she do she don't put out music she talks shit about people that do and calling her fat and a mammy and saying like that's why white people like her and all this type of shit um just hater just real fucked up hater shit um and so i had tweeted like i know azalea stank somewhere watching mad as shit uh three of her stands came in my mentions and was upset with me <laughs> three like she's overseas touring so she don't care about an award show people only watching the u.s i said listen azalea uh i know you have several logins mute i'm muting this conversation i don't want to talk to you uh, and this this just confirms you was watching uh lala came out there looking delicious mm-hmm. and she came out with lorenz tate from yeah. power they both on power now and also the thing was see-through tops that was the thing too and yeah. I, I was liking the see-through tops her and jordan sky had had them um yeah and uh i was like you know uh mellow always messed almost messed us up and then lorenz tate lorenz tate made a joke about enjoying her sex scenes on the show even though he had never had no sex scene and i was mm-hmm. like yeah well, like, i wonder like i don't see mellow in the crowd word on the street they might be having issues over that baby so oh hope everything's okay at home if, uh, if not he might be purchasing a, a building miss smart <laughs> spike lee won the oscar or not the oscar won the uh bet award for best movie with uh black klansman Mm-hmm. i thought i thought into the spider-verse had it wrapped up oh yeah i, I didn't i didn't think like i said I, I that's the one i preferred to win but you know how people are with anime mm, well it's not anime but but animation yeah not, not I, anime but animation yeah i just thought it had it wrapped up man it seemed like i saw more people just loving on that movie than i saw but then i thought maybe they gave it a spike because when he didn't win at the oscars he walked out and made, made a big show of it mm-hmm. uh he wasn't there but you know it's like if they, he wouldn't have won he might have just popped out of the ceiling and been like i'm mad put my purple suit back on right um then uh lena dunham got up i mean lena dunham lena waith totally different completely lena waith got up and uh presented her new uh movie queen of slim which was like a trailer that debuted there it looked dope it looked like black bonnie and clyde uh like uh, daniel kaluuya shoots a cop or something and then a woman that he was only on a first date with they basically go on the run Mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes i mean you know uh black people shooting the cops is a pretty big theme this uh in these movies coming up mm-hmm. soon apparently mm-hmm. um then um uh, mary j blige won uh her well got received her like legend award or you know lifetime achievement award and um uh, you know gave her a speech which was like a whole big old list of congratulations and then she went out and gave a fucking concert like they didn't yeah. do a tribute to her mm-hmm. she tributed herself yeah. right because because when we when because like i said we're watching the walking dead and she was performing i was like roger i i, I just think she performing like i don't think because normally the person sits and other people perform. she was like no 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 y'all not gonna fuck up my songs 
i can perform these myself and like i said it's a little out of order so oh yeah we're bouncing around yeah we'll come back to some of the shit y'all think we missed uh but yeah she performed and gave her own self like the uh all like all the all the tribute that she could uh Lil kim came out mm-hmm. uh, i'm trying to think uh, method man, man came out of course all the aunties melted down on twitter uh when he came out you know it was like still fine he is still mm-hmm. fine after all these years mm-hmm. so there you go whoever wrote us that's that don't write this week <laughs> um but yeah that uh he came out and all the ladies was like mm, what is going on and um she still gave us that mean two-step well she really moved about like five feet in any direction uh the entire performance mm-hmm. except for um when she had method man out there uh but she was getting it like that's what that was that's what she known for and that's what she does oh yeah i was shocked she didn't put them sweaters on sale that everybody had them mjb sweaters her dancers had on come on because beyonce would have did it she you would have it would have said now go to maryjblige.com and and purchase this shit (laughs) and the thing is i don't know who done fucked up but why hasn't nobody approached and i've seen this online i agree approach mary j blige and be like can we get you a boot line a thigh high knee high boot line yes because she wears the fuck out of them and y'all her boots are fucking gorgeous she should be able to design her own boot line and motherfucker i will buy me a pair too been wearing them she's been wearing them forever forever and nobody has approached her this has been somebody else believe you me they'd have had their own fucking boot line by now and i love that like it's bet so they gave her the time and the space and the reverence to do because look mary got here yes she does decades like she could have gone on that i mean it could be a whole like las vegas residency experience like I'm sub- she gave you about 15 minutes of like a medley right but she could have gave, gave you a, a smooth hour with no breaks with no break and still when they got to all her bops nope like go to title right now and look up that mary j blige essentials list it's 50 fucking songs long uh like she's i mean because she's been around so long it's like you take it for granted because you know and it's so i was talking to someone about this at the uh, gym today i was like mary j blige went out there and you gotta think she came on the scene in like late 90s 92 right so wait 92 mm-hmm. so okay early that's 90s when 401 then. came out 92 okay so she came out that. early 90s yeah i don't know why i said late 90s but she been going since then that's crazy Think about all the artists that have come and gone, and especially when you throw in the curveball of she operates in that hip-hop R&B lane, and that's a very arduous lane for women artists. So many women that tried to do that just, I mean, flashing the plan or... Never hear from them again. They might be around, but they not around, around, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ashanti's around, but we not like, you know, Maya's around, but we not really like like oh the new maya album drop you know mm-hmm. sierra's around but uh she and some of the women i'm naming came later than her right like she's an icon that really paved the way for that type of singer to be like i sing hip-hop like choruses and shit i infuse hip-hop beats into my what i do and with my jams and like so many have often imitated never duplicated Mm-mm. and then i feel like her superpower as always was just it was almost like tupac in a way where she could make you feel like you were going through whatever she was going through with her yes you are and on top of that she could make you feel like whatever you were going through she was going through it with you 
which is that which is the superpower that that's why she's around and a lot of these motherfuckers just ain't ain't no offense to them yeah it's it's, it's the difference it's no offense uh i said this online and i will and i will say this forever mary j blige sung for for generations of little black girl girls and black women she sung our pain and our emotion to the world you know because a lot of people be like well they criticize her she can't it's it's not about the quality of voice it's about how do you make me feel uh because there's a lot of people who you know they was going when when mary was going down they was going down (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. when mary was happy they was happy you know it was like whatever mood you was in mary had a song for you it's like she sung from her soul it's like when she sung you could feel it it wasn't you know how some people say you go that's cute and they could actually be singing and you go that's cute but this song don't make me it's like it don't jump off the track it don't evoke emotions it don't make you feel anything the words are beautiful the chorus is beautiful okay that's cute but when mary j blige sings you go i feel this it's, it's almost like she put a piece of her soul onto the album or cd and when you play it every time you you get a repeat of that very few artists can do that the thing for me is looking at her career um so many i didn't realize until i was actually like really watching her perform song after song so many of her songs are affirmationable yes like, they affirmationable? are I don't know if that's a word but a, let's, a form let's of affirmation yes but there's such they're, yeah they're affirmations you know there's such like you know i want to be happy come on no more pain no more drama um you just know, fine right like it's a lot of like i'm singing these things to myself in a way that you almost like repeat a prayer to yourself to like tell yourself it's gonna be okay Mm -hmm. or i'm going through something right now but i'm not gonna always be this way or you know um you know you're not crazy because you know you're feeling down right now you're not crazy for feeling sad sometimes like um like she just had a lot of stuff like that where um i i don't know it just felt like you know very affirmation like it was just a lot of affirmation and then of course you know as a dude you just don't want to be the kind of dude that has women thinking of mary j blige songs when they think about you that's all Mm-mm-mm. you just don't want to just treat your woman good enough that she'll never have to throw on some mary j blige and be like this nigga because all her songs just about is this nigga music like that nigga yeah it ain't a lot of uh it's not a lot of like like uh positivity on somebody like it's a lot of like this nigga these niggas is being trash um (laughs) so um then uh aisha curry got up there and she was looking delicious Mm -hmm. okay she was i mean she always been fine Mm -hmm. you know i think it's that thing where uh certain people saw her as off limits for complimenting because they feel like her image is very motherly very attached to her being uh the wife of steph curry and she's always put out that vibe of like you know um i'm not really trying to uh to set it out for y'all but she was setting it out on bt awards last night oh uh, uh before we uh yes move on to aisha i must say this and I'm sorry to offend the, the the person who wrote that email. Mary J. Blige was fine. She was showing them thighs too. Oh, listen. Yeah, I, yeah. She lost Kendu and got right back to thirst trapping on the internet. It woo, was crazy. She was like, oh, 
oh what her instagram is amazing her instagram be popping like she had that she had the bikini photo i said can't do us over dog like she she already got snatched she's showing, up a new she's showing nigga. her six pack she already snatched up a new nigga it's like you fucked up i hope you don't get half you know um but yeah so that i think they were presenting some type of uh award for like something africa and this dude won um oh, i can't remember his first name uh, it's something burner though um and he actually had stepped out for the award for a second so they thought well he's not coming to the stage so we ain't gonna have uh we'll just you know take the award backstage because he's not here and then they said stop which i i I fucking love this live black ass television they stopped it and then his mama came up and accepted the award and she didn't even have a lot to say she was like i don't know where he is he's always running around uh he really wanted to be in here for this so i don't know where he went (laughs) but i do want to say that um he uh what i think he would say is that we must all remember that before we were anything we were africans Mm -hmm. and everybody clapped and it was such a beautiful moment and then i said and i said damn black 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 mama was ready with the she was ready like you like who does that impromptu like i'll i'll do the speech um right like not nervous or nothing and so and then dropping wisdom and of course uh on twitter some people tried to take the take it out of context and use it as diaspora wars like well i wish all africans felt this way whenever they be saying and then it was like well what about the black people that be talking about anti they be down on african people and i just muted the whole thing i said leave me alone leave me alone mama burner had a nice moment and y'all niggas was ready to fuck it up okay took that award didn't miss a beat have some respect mm-hmm. uh ellie may won uh she came all the way from london to get uh, her award mm-hmm. she had something shady to say i don't know what it was uh because i i don't know what her like mm-hmm. i don't know enough details of who she don't fuck with mm-hmm. but i could i speak shade i could tell that was definitely a diss towards somebody she's like you let the music speak for herself and then she took a oh, award yeah. she was speaking at somebody yeah. or to somebody directly mm-hmm. uh and then uh my man mogul lifetime achievement award tyler perry won his lifetime like whatever you know the biggest name thing they call you know they always had that like i think last year was deborah lee you know uh it's been like uh, robert johnson in the past um you know uh just black people that have done a lot for a lot of black people come on and um he got up there and gave a speech that i thought was super dope it was real good um and people got offended because well i don't know if they got offended or they wanted to be offended because they felt like it was some shade okay. towards oscar so white that's right you don't have the clip do you i do have a clip okay you want to play it yes please all right um tyler you are a so first of all taraji p henson was the person that presented like the the award mm-hmm. you know because she's like if it wasn't for him i wouldn't have a fucking career uh along with a lot of black people a lot of y'all favorites a lot of people that have kind of low-key disavowed or dissed him on the way out when he gave them a shot that hollywood would not give them but and now they can demand rates that are ridiculous you know what i'm saying they can demand rates that is the same as their peers but when nobody was paying them rates he was paying them rates for people like you know like it's it's a complicated thing because people dislike his art 
um and representation uh of black people and especially women they dislike that some people not obviously not all most of his fans are black women but um they dislike it so much that they then go fuck all the good things that come from it you know like he even talked about how putting on that dress was a means to to an end to get him a studio um let me see if i can play it for you guys i uh i want to say a special thanks to bet my new family i can't wait to get started over there with our yeah he just shows. signed a deal with thank them thank you so much for this to scott and everybody over there thank you so much to viacom shari who's and of course uh who's Mr. here Bob, that, everybody listen from my heart i want to say thank you i couldn't help but think about my mother sit down sit down sit down sit down <laughs> i couldn't help but think about my mother i remember being a kid about five years old she would take me into the projects with her when she played cards on friday nights with a bunch of women now these women didn't have more than a 12th grade education but they were smart black women they were powerful black women they had great stories to tell and I was a five-year-old kid sitting there on the floor playing with my matchbox cars, listening to them talk about their men, their relationships, and their pains. And when one of them would get really sad, another woman would come in and make a joke, and they'd all start laughing. I didn't know I was in a master class for my life. I would get home, and my father would be beating my mother and doing all kinds of things and saying all kinds of stuff to her, and he would leave the room, and I'd walk in, and I'd imitate one of those women, and she would start laughing. There was a power in that that I didn't really get until I got older. I remember being about 11, 12 years old on my way to my new school, and I got to this uh, intersection. I had to walk past pimps, prostitutes, walk through, literally walk through a graveyard, get to this intersection, six-lane intersection, and there was a man standing there saying, will someone help me cross? Will someone help me cross? And there were all these people that kept passing by him and passing by him. I said, I'll help you cross. So he told me he was going to my school, and he was going to sell candy there. That's how he made his living. So I helped him cross the street to get there. We became good friends. His name was Mr. Butler. That moment reminded me of my mother bringing her out of, laugh, out of pain into laughter to her cross. My first 10 movies were all about her subconsciously, wanting her to know that she was worthy, wanting black women to know you're worthy, you're special, you're powerful, you're amazing. All of that was about helping across. When I started hiring people like Taraji and Viola Davis and Idris Elba, they couldn't get jobs in this town, but God blessed me to be in a position to be able to hire them. I was trying to help somebody cross. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so that young black kids could see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. That studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross while everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So 
Thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BT. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank you. So that was a speech. Obviously, horribly offensive. Um, you know, we hate to see Tyler get anything from anyone because uh, he's such a bad person. And uh, that's it. So well, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> nah, I love the speech, man. Um, you know, and I. It's funny because uh, people hear us and then they would. Um, this goes all the way back to when we started the show, and they were right in. And I think there's an understanding that a certain type of black person just doesn't like Tyler Perry and what he represents. Right. And I it used to perplex people because you know my thing was it was actually a little bit um annoying to me because yes. my thing was like if you don't like him, don't watch his stuff. Agreed if it's like if you think it's not bad if you think it's not good then don't watch it but if you can't see the greater good of employing people that literally have trained their entire fucking lives to be the same on the same screens as these white people and he and they won't get jobs being just as fucking qualified if you don't see that there's some semblance of like like hope justice stability whatever you want to call it that happens from putting these people on a reel so they can have work so they can pay people you know um and i saw on twitter where uh some of the actors was like yeah tyler doesn't just like tyler perry didn't just help me get my start but he paid me the equivalent of what my peers got paid and then another person another actress quote tweeted her and was like and he actually hires our hair and makeup staffs which is something white people don't even fucking think of Mm-mm. doing they have like you got to do your own shit oh bring bring wigs right and so it's easy to kick somebody that's out there trying and doing something we see it every day you know it's why i think sometimes people listen to the show and they might feel like we're a little too relaxed a little too nuanced a little too wishy-washy or whatever but it's i try not to say shit that i'm gonna regret later or that's not gonna fit later when i go back and look at it and go i didn't feel that harshly about that Mm -mm. and the tyler perry thing was one of those things for me where i never felt as strong as these other people and i definitely never Mm -hmm. felt people used to say weird shit to me like he needs to give up his studio and his movies to other people who does that all my shit makes money it's all mine if you don't like it just don't see it there's no only a black artist gets put under that level of pressure where they need to give up what they do for you to feel comfortable because low-key a lot of people that claim to not believe in respectability politics absolutely believe in respectability politics when it's convenient to them whenever it's like i feel uncomfortable as a black person because he is representing me as a black person then all of a sudden you do believe in respectability politics you want a bunch of cosby's on the fucking screen because you don't want to see middle class working class churched up black folks that might curse or do ignorant shit or it might be a movie where the quality isn't the highest and so why should this ever be on screen like because people want to see it he was learning on the job too he was learning from becoming a playwright to becoming a fucking movie creator to becoming a studio exec like he learned on the job too his movies got better over time even if they're not your cup of tea they did i don't i mean you'd have to be the haterist ass hater to not see that there's some growth in his movies between like the original like shit he used to do to like now right you know even with that being said he even says like 
the in that video montage like putting on that dress was a means to an end to get my to get all this like i think he retired the character of medea and all that mm-hmm. stuff last year because like um you know it was it's like mission accomplished you know um but also medea's a lot of people's shit and that's the other part that people and this was the connection i made years ago and why i said i don't talk shit about tyler perry um at least not on a personal level like if i if i don't yeah, like he, a movie or yeah, something i'm like that. i didn't like that movie that's like, different but but as, as a person, person i don't talk mm-hmm. shit about him because you know who fucking loves those movies my aunts black women right my black women in the south are the backbone of that man's fucking finances that's who goes to see those movies and i will not look them in the face and be like you coons you like minstrelsy you niggas it's your fault like i'm not gonna do that they're smart i know these women they're not fucking like people that exist just off in space they're not real the same women that he employs the same actors that couldn't get a job and now you know i'm sure idris elba would scoff at, at a tyler perry script now but when he needed that shit guess where he was at Viola Davis even has said a little sideways shit about him, you know, after, you know, getting out, out, out of there, like getting, now that she's getting money and stuff. But it's like, but without that, do you get that look? If, okay, maybe you get that look. Do you pay your bills before you get that look? Are you even able to be acting if you don't get to pay some bills at some point? Like it's like people treat him like he's the fucking scourge of society. And so to see that he built something, and then of course this is the other part that people got mad about was he said everybody's oscar so white oscar so white and they want to seat at the table so i built my own table and people go oh no fuck he dissing well april on twitter the the person who created oscar so white is like i've talked to tyler perry i've worked with tyler perry this is not some beef shit so y'all can stop because of course twitter tried to turn it into like oh girl he trying to comfort you she's like that's no this and this is the part that i felt is like the willful misunderstanding on purpose that people do Mm -hmm. in the context of the speech he was given he is saying i built my own shit because i'm not going to get a seat at the table and i could not be focused on that tyler perry does not make oscar worthy movies in the way that white people deserve to measure what oscars are the way they measure what so why the fuck are we even so why the fuck are people even acting so like shocked that this is a man who goes yeah i my personal belief system is to create a way for myself and for my people on my own away from white people well i'm not worried about what they think about my movies i'm not worried about their reviews i'm not worried about i mean and you would think he would have that chip on his shoulder because he has had critical like you know um you know uh critical like uh what do you call that uh you know harsh criticism of his shit white people do not fuck with tyler perry shit like that mm you know so i can see why he would be like yeah i like fuck them fuck even trying to get a seat at the table fuck their award shows i made my own shit because that's the only way out and there aren't and, and like taraji p Henson said i never met a warner brother you know never you don't know who owns universal studios or mr paramount but like i met tyler perry and he personally was like i'm trying to help people all these black people getting work all these black people getting jobs and not and like my whole thing back in the day was like and i and i and i and i think it came to fruition and i think if people are reasonable minded about this it's not just about their agenda of hate of this dude or love of this dude i said so long ago the problem is that tyler perry 
the problem is that we aren't having enough black movies come out in a year that's it because if you put everything at the foot of this one guy to represent every fucking body is no black artist can do that no because for years it was just him so it just needed to be more and you know what incenses me like the reason it kind of makes me upset or annoyed is that it was because of him that we got more and a lot of niggas a lot of the niggas who did end up getting producing directing writing jobs got it on the back of saying i'm not tyler perry i hate tyler perry tyler perry is the worst well nigga you're getting a job because his movies make money they don't give a fuck about um uh what the fuck is that movie uh dear white people dear white people had a trailer that literally was like fuck tyler perry and then like it's like dog um if it's not for tyler perry nobody want to take a chance on your black film it's so crazy how people can do that shit like you can't see the bigger picture of they not fucking with you really white people don't give a fuck about us in that way they're not fucking with our art like that they fuck with the money black panther is fucking filmed at his studio like this like so anyway not trying to get too upset about it because you know i know how niggas getting it they don't like him so every word about him is just like you caping and all the shit but straight up i really do not agree with the like um like he's bad for blackness and i never have yeah am, am I- so i'm glad he got a moment in a black audience with people that actually fucking understand whose careers he's affected i'm glad he got that moment and it was his turn to say his piece because he done took a lot of shit for this like 15 20 years like he done got a lot of names called a lot of if somebody didn't like the way he wrote a character if they didn't like the ending of a movie then it suddenly became an indictment on him indictment on black women an indictment on blackness an indictment on black hollywood an indictment on hollywood like it became such a fucking like ordeal and for the most part he's handled it with a plum like he just doesn't really go back and forth with these motherfuckers so he got three minutes on stage to talk about his shit and motherfuckers is like Mm-mm, see he see that's the thing we need him to recognize both sides nigga both sides been recognized one side got a whole fucking movement and he's like and while they were doing that i was building my shit you know like uh to, to make to bring it back to podcasting for a second you know how many times me and karen like we listen to so many podcasts we see these mm-hmm. award shows we see these lists these write-ups and shit and the articles will be like about time we finally had a black podcast i'm like yeah because it's on fucking you know buzzfeed or gimlet or fucking like we've been here making our shit so if there ever comes a day when we get to talk our shit believe me i'm talking my shit we deserve right like that's the whole fucking point so to me it's like uh it was dope to see him get to talk his shit and especially when to a lot of people and they i don't think they're comfortable admitting it to themselves and they got all kinds of flowery academic words around it but a lot of them are just ashamed because it's nigga shit right and if it was some high elevated jordan peele donald glover shit they feel a little more comfortable even though some of them would still have a problem with that but they will feel a little more comfortable basking in like yo that's success but he he got the success representing down south country ass cussing going to church uh not college educated always type of niggas and it's like we don't want that in the world 
we don't but want they exist my nigga right these are the same fucking plays we go to barbershop one and two booty like these are the same fucking shit <laughs> these are the same plays in the south that we fucking attended to make him that that made him be able to do this not just his plays but a bunch of plays it's not a shame down here you go see fucking uh beauty shop two i think that was our first day actually you go it was you go see that and you talk to about the people that seeing it nobody walks out of there like it's a real bad representation the problem is once it got big and it was on a fucking screen and it was like maybe white people might see this all of a sudden it was like this is a horrible representation man we've been watching this shit and we all know that it's just a fucking entertainment section that's it it's not supposed to be taken out and being like this is absolutely the truth about every black person god damn like it's not like people watch seinfeld and they're like every jewish person is seinfeld like you don't have to do that he's just one black man with his fucking talent and his tropes and his jokes and his comedy and that's what he does but once you had a myriad of shit you notice how little shit he gets now because we got we got insecure we got how to get away with murder atlanta. we got scandal we got atlanta we got um the, um uh the new joint um uh boomerang like we got so much blackish we got so much black shit now doesn't that pressure come off of each individual creative and you can go it's okay Issa ray will have a different take on this situation and i think that's that's reasonable because the idea of there can be one black highlander has always made the pressure on that black person way too fucking much and unlike a lot of black people he actually did reach out and put people on so you can't even make the argument of like well he always wanted to be the only one no the fuck he didn't that's something you like it's just a matter of feeling like embarrassed because he's putting the wrong type of blackness out for a lot of people and i like i said i'm not even a stand like that i don't even watch all his movies Mm-mm. i watch some though mm-hmm. the Medea halloween's is good Fuck oh y'all. the Medea halloween's is flames i laugh every time i go every thursday when they come out and i hang out with the all black crowd at the black theater and we have fun talking to talking to screen okay but in general like if you don't like it don't watch it now you can really say i don't have to watch these movies there's a lot of black shit out there you don't have to watch it alright I'm not saying they're perfect representations I'm not even saying they're fucking good I'm saying now you can go watch something else and that was the whole fucking point of him existing and becoming this mogul in the first place y'all can go watch other shit now because he made money and then they said let's take a chance on these other niggas he put these actors in movies and they said let's give this actress a chance in a a white person's movie and everybody goes oh lord they need to win an Oscar now that they've been in this white person's movie you know like I get it but that, a lot of these steps don't happen if he didn't exist. All right, that's it. Go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say one thing about Tyler Perry that's underestimated is the fact that he super serves an audience. And black women, we're always underserved. Always. Like, across the board. And what I've learned over the years is that anybody that comes and serves us and super serves us, eventually other people will come and try to super servers too but a lot of times they're not as good because a lot of times it's not from the heart and they don't really care about us and they act like niggas can't tell when something's sincere and when something's not um and also the thing about um Tyler Perry is that it's funny when people talk and critique and, I, and like I said and I, and I, and I feel like you do 
the thing about it is the way people talk about him they talk like he's this mean hateful person that's only out for himself he don't care about black people they act like he does nothing for the community like it's amazing how people talk about this man i'm going well what what is happening is literally the opposite of yeah. what you're saying aaron magruder made a episode about him and an episode about bet for the boondocks for everybody's like woke fave boondocks and i'm like i remember at the time being like obviously i will laugh at anything that's funny mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong this is not me changing stances but i do remember being like man that's fucked up like it's funny but like tyler and them might have to see you on site like bet might want to throw hands because like this is fucked up you know what i mean but it's, it's definitely funny so don't get me wrong like i didn't laugh i laughed my ass off but i was like glad these jokes ain't about me because i can see somebody being a pettier person being like aaron magrito never works in this town again you know what i mean like a pettier person being like no i'm calling all my connections that's the last aaron magruder thing you ever see so yeah people sleep on that shit and like someone said in the chat a lot of these people one they watch all this shit complain about it every week and be watching haves and have nots and all the shit they green say book? is bad representations and stuff green book he didn't make that okay um but all the stuff that they call bad representation green leaf i'm sorry oh green leaf i don't know if he made that he made that i thought he did green leaf and have and have nots okay all right well look he did so much shit i don't even keep up so um at any rate matter of fact someone's gonna definitely write in to correct uh, that. yeah if i'm wrong so, i know somebody guys karen just be throwing stuff out she don't fact check it's okay Please i don't, don't fact in. check y'all okay it's not green leaf we will take green leaf off on purpose just so y'all don't write in about the shit okay anyway um he uh he had all this the stuff and they watch it and still be mad but i'm like now it's other shit on tv don't watch it don't watch it you what because what you're watching for you're holding this shit up to a whole nother pedestal watch queen sugar then you know um so yeah it's and it's crazy too because all the people that folks claim is woke fucking love him lena wave ava duvernay like they love him too because it's like yo this nigga he was walking so we could come through of course it's like people wasn't looking wasn't even checking for our shit so yeah man um and then the last thing is uh something think pretty smart said and i think low-key there's a lot of it a lot of these people are have a lot of black people have left like southern quote-unquote uneducated um unsophisticated quote-unquote you know like all mm-hmm. the negative stereotypes mm-hmm. of the black southern especially women right but black southerners they have left left it behind in the dust like i don't want to be associated with that see me as anything don't see me as that so i don't even want it brought up i don't want to put on a screen i don't want to make it money i don't want to get in awards this should not exist and they put it in the same category as maids in these white people movies and the slaves that forgive people all of it's the same to them and to me there's a distinct difference because i'm not ashamed of my southern relatives i'm from the south i'm not ashamed of my aunts i'm not ashamed of laughing about the the crass humor or the jokes or the or the uh church you know the churched up shit that they do like i'm not ashamed of that Mm -mm. you know just i'm I'm a fucking atheist and i'm not ashamed of that like i go to a tyler perry movie and be like that is how they be praying like the fuck it's funny it relax take it take the stick out your ass don't act so serious for a second 
it's okay to enjoy some black shit and not have to worry about what are white people gonna think are they gonna write about this or like it's okay and it's and also it's okay if you black and you don't like it and you don't fuck with it right and you that's feel okay too offended on every level i completely get it but then don't watch it but he gonna get his fucking due because he did do this you know like he did fucking do this shit i can't believe there are people out here that want to act like he should not be acknowledged like he's just a fucking like some type of coon man it's crazy to me it's like what would make y'all niggas happy man it's anyway i'm not even gonna ask uh so anyway that was cool to see him win his award um then they did a tribute to nipsey hustle uh oh kurt franklin performed uh <laughs> um, i don't know what was going on with his shirt or his pants he had two pairs of striped weird like pant, tight pants yeah but good for him i'm never waters i was confused yeah like i haven't seen him that energetic since it was sweet pussy saturday um <laughs> so it was good to see him out there um and uh let me think what else happened um that was something else that happened it was oh the nipsey tribute might have been the end i think actually um and then we also went back and watched some parts and i can't remember what was oh they honored the exonerated five not mm-hmm. calling them the central park five anymore ever Verne says you know they like to be called the exonerated five and i fucking uh, appreciate that um we also saw her and ybn perform and her came out and did like a spoken word Mm-hmm. uh that was that was wild um uh looking like she 15 yeah karen was like how old is she i had to google it was like 21 uh yeah, i was like she 12 how old is she right uh i think that might have been most of what like the 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 big stuff mm-hmm. um if we missed something else i'm sorry guys uh like i said we had to watch uh fear the walking dead so we could recap it at mm-hmm. the same time um so but uh yeah and uh yeah this is america one video of the year uh donald glover couldn't be there um snoop dogg won the gospel album of the year i guess miss smart was right about that shit mm-hmm. um that album was flames when it came out people people were rocking that mm-hmm. uh so yeah that was cool um great show like i said um i just love that this is a show that when i walk away i'm like only black people cared about that shit only black not just the show but like the stuff that won all that stuff it's just ours yeah and we'll have categories with number black people in it all five of the what was it the best uh actress it had regina hall regina king <laughs> i was like by all the day but i was like well god damn i'm like who gonna win this shit right? I, I, I don't know who win as far as i'm concerned and then they did a funny gag where regina hall looked like she was uh because she was hosting she's like yes i know i'm about to win and then marcia Martin was like this woman has been such an inspiration and a great uh mentor to me and she's like oh that's so nice of her to say about me and then regina king won and then she like did a fake tantrum and was like yeah, she, she, the bitch ain't even here she's like i dance and everything they was like they need you to come do the next award she was like i don't even dance and like she was like it was so, she was so fucking funny man yeah she stole the show oh she could come back next year like she was amazing mm-hmm. yeah tell the bitch from bill street to come present the award yes <laughs> oh my god so fucking good uh all right man that was a lot of lot of the show uh <laughs> um i'm trying to think what should we talk about next uh do i care about these articles whatever you want to talk about and um, catch your eye 
you know what let's just go straight up into uh fucking with black people um oh wait hold on a second i didn't even pull up the song so that's a mistake all right here we go we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe finds different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay um let's see who fucked up uh who was fucking with us oh man mayor pete got himself in some hot water y'all and you know mayor pete has been like a media darling uh for the democratic um booty jig yeah pete b okay mayor i don't i don't i don't i'm gonna tell his last name up i think it's booty judge i think it's booty judge booty judge booty judge like that (laughs) buddha judge um but like i said i i I feel like i fuck up sometimes trying to be too correct on it and i'll say booty jig and booty juice and shit and i'm not and i just i want to stop it because i'm i don't think it's really it's kind of it's a little fucked up especially being that he's gay to be like booty juice ha 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 the gay man is booty juice like i i think that's so like fucking childish and kind of fucked up um but i will laugh at a good joke i'm not gonna lie yeah but i like i said i don't want to do it because i can see how somebody might take offense to that shit and be like that's actually kind of fucked up so um all that to be like um pay mayor pete pete b one of the biggest complaints about him is that he is a small town mayor and he thinks he can run the like country and people are like this nigga don't even have no real problems you south bend indiana y'all like three police officers like what the fuck how you gonna manage the whole country now i'm not saying that should be an indication that he can't be president i don't necessarily know that i agree that well he clearly can't be president but i do get that yeah it's probably easier to handle a small town or a city than a uh you know than than a fucking like a state or something like that that you would be responsible for uh, correct well they had a police shooting in his uh in south bend um and he had uh i believe it was like a rally or something uh because he had to fa- he had to c- cancel several campaign events because of the police involved shooting that led to a black man dying and on friday he returned to the city to address emotional protesters and then video the confrontation went viral i'll see if i can play it i'm not 100 percent sure what the audio is going to sound like i do not have evidence that there has been discipline for racist behavior in the case yeah he yeah said, that's us you ain't gonna get it either yeah now now this is one of the biggest fears uh that i have in life and one of the biggest lessons that i always carry with me why the fuck would you ever try to out sass a black woman you're not gonna win you're not gonna win that's a mistake only way that could have been worse if it was a black gay man 
come on that's the only way it would have been worse what the fuck was you thinking you got way overconfident bro you were so out of pocket to be like i'm about to have a battle of wits off the fly with this black woman no the fuck you not you should have said y'all rules ain't the same all you need to do is be like ma'am i'm going to look into this i will get to the bottom of this and the people that are responsible will be held accountable i'm taking you very serious it is not a joke just no they talking about i don't want your and i'm not trying to get it either the fuck you supposed to be trying to get everybody votes who votes you trying to get then pete hmm them good fresh white votes Mm-hmm. yeah just because you are of one marginalized group don't mean you understand the others you don't want these uh you don't, you don't want these, these 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 black votes you don't want these angry black protest votes what is he running again Dem- democratic right ain't yeah black, democrat ain't black women the number one vote yeah vote? Oh, oh, mm-hmm. okay oh i, I want to be sure oh you set me up that we that was the number one populist right oh, that, that was rhetorical i see what you did there right so uh, <laughs> you telling her you ain't want for her vote that means you don't want mine either right uh one protester asked if he was a racist uh and then uh, of course he had a, a, a fall a gaffe a few maybe a year or two ago where he answered to black lives matter and said all lives matter oh no and he said he didn't know at the time that all lives matter was being used as a dismissive statement to right mm-mm, mm-mm, right mm-mm, mm-mm. you don't know black people right you can be in a democratic party and not know black people and not have a pulse but you want our motherfucking votes yep don't know black people dog that's a clear don't know black people mistake he made it happens i mean i don't expect every politician to know black people but i mean when it's put on display that you don't i mean damn ain't you watching other people fuck up and right. be like well goddamn, i don't want to do that shout out to this picture he took this black woman um uh during a new the gun violence memorial um south bend in indiana why does she look like i don't want to be here like why you like please stop take holding my hands i do not want to oh, she like, why are you touching me it's like she's looking at that this is just a bad like i don't know what their interaction was like it might have been perfect and great but the picture they chose to put in this article definitely looked like uh, this nigga don't get off whose man is this you don't belong here come get this white man off of me okay i told y'all i don't, I don't no no made a peace okay pete nice pete, <laughs> you know she was calling him everything peter paul uh peter and peter pan get him off of me um zero to 100 karen mm, I, I for this one uh i'm gonna get this one a hundred and the biggest reason why is because he didn't handle it properly. You're talking to black people. And you basically come out and tell these black people, because not only were you send it to her, you were send it to the whole group. I'm not, I don't want your votes. Well then, bitch, how did you get in fucking office in the first place? Yeah, I was very, conf- I don't, I want, I want, and this is the problem with us not having black representation in the media anymore after Obama got out of office. Come on! And, uh, CNN and MSNBC and everybody just was like, we don't need black people, do we? Right, um, yeah. and all of a sudden all the correspondents disappear? Yeah, I would love to, um, I would love to hear some black people that have media jobs ask them about this. You always coming on CNN and shit already? somebody need to be like hey what the fuck you mean you didn't want these votes like you're not trying to get her vote what do you mean by that what do you mean sir that's why it's 100 to me because i know we ain't gonna get a fucking answer for this yeah, shit because white people don't care so they're not gonna ask right and he just kind of been coasting on like i'm a white dude media darling i'm gay 
y'all gotta you know hey i'm a plucky young dude y'all yeah. gotta y'all gotta and, support your boy and that don't mean a motherfucking thing to me yeah so all right let's go to the next one all right on to the next one yeah. on to the next one and uh okay i want to add it but, but when i just said it don't mean a thing to me not when it not when it comes to the voting I, I don't care what you are or how you live your life don't flaunt it out there like that's the only reason why i should oh well i'm not gonna say that's what he's doing i mean i think it's so early in the primary we don't have true definitions of the candidates correct and that's what's happening right now we're getting their flaws and we're getting um their mistakes we talked about biden yesterday Mm -hmm. this is a bad look for him because some real shit happened he really from a place where he just i guess this shit doesn't happen or he was hoping it didn't happen there's also a scandal where they say he conspired to have like a black police chief who was trying to end corruption fired from the police department in uh south bend so uh he got some some shit about him that you know especially with him not having much experience you're gonna have people be like well these are glaring incidences because you don't have a huge resume um but yeah i mean you know i'm personally not trying to cancel any candidate Mm -hmm. in the primary because i already told people you're not gonna catch me debating these fucking candidates cheer for your favorite person leave me the fuck out of it but i will notice and cover when they do shit like this agreed lena wade calls out will smith and denzel washington for not financing films with black talent um now this is at indywire.com now to be fair i know she's persona non grata with a lot of people right now that was not really what she said exactly okay what did she say but this headline like has been floating around and it definitely tanks the perception of everything because people basically been like the fuck are you talking about now that's not to say she still didn't say something fucked up but she didn't say it the way they just said it anyway so um i'll get to the quote because the article is a setup it's lena waith has a bone to pick with major black movie stars like Dizel washington and will smith that's not really i don't think that's what she was saying but um i i still think she fucked up and i still think ultimately what she said was fucked up even even despite that right so she said that um don't get me started on black fan financiers how many of those do we have i'm not going to name names because i know better but and then she goes on to name names but there are some very big black movie stars out there they could pay for two or three or even five small independent movies to get made by black directors and black writers Wait asked the new york times carpetbagger kyle buchanan to who produced moonlight and 12 years a slave uh two films that are very important to the black community the answer is she asked who i guess who did it is uh who produced them and the answer is plan b a production company co-founded by brad pitt run by co-presidents jimmy kleiner and dd gardner it wasn't denzel wasn't will smith wait said you won't catch me making 20 million a movie and not paying for at least four or five independent movies a year i do give credit to ava duvernay for trying to build something that hasn't been built before but that's a lot on ava's back she continued i'm over here trying to build a community i don't see other people doing it i really do feel like there's a way for us to change the movie business from the inside out but we're all in our own silos doing our own thing we're definitely in the middle of a renaissance make no mistakes in 20 years people are going to be writing about what you're writing about but not me not but for me i want more when asked what other industry issues are concerning her at the moment she responded film criticism no longer exists in a real way a lot of bad black movies get good reviews because white critics are afraid to pan them she said 
i love what chris rock had to say that black people haven't overcome until we're allowed to fail we still feel this guilt of go support this movie because there's black folks in it Uh, these statements feel in conflict to me only because at the core you're saying black people need to produce black films as black film as people with money and and actors that have money because they're black and then at the same time you're like these black films be trash and white people won't won't shit on them hard enough for my taste um which kind of comes off both ways to me not saying it's direct conflict but just the 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 moral of that story kind of feels off um i do understand the idea of that until black movies can be mediocre or bad that's not really quality agreed and which is why i fucking have always uh said i don't see what the problem is with tyler perry adam sandler get to do that shit and nobody says a fucking thing a motherfucking thing just about <laughs> everything he touches fucking tanks yeah nobody says shit even when it make money or when it's just bad critically bad but it makes money nobody says he gets to stop making movies or this is a bad representation of jewish people or any of that shit they just go yeah you had a movie that didn't do good um but yeah uh so th- that's the total of the comments basically um the main thing i would say is so absolutely factually wrong about denzel and will smith i don't know why those two names came to her mind but both of those motherfuckers produce independent black films on a consistent basis i think uh will smith and jada pinkett smith's company is called overland productions and they invest in small black films uh and then um denzel i mean shit uh great debater like he'll be in the fucking small black film like that's an extra level that a lot of these motherfuckers don't even want to take it's like well shit i do two three big budget movies a year y'all leave me out of this shit y'all go i'll i'll let somebody else do that he will go fucking fund it produce it you know be in it like um denzel and his wife fucking had let amari Hardwick sleep on their couch they paid for Susan Kalichi Watson and Chadwick Boseman to go to Howard. Like, you gotta get your facts straight before you just throw these motherfucking names out. Like, cause now it's you basically shitting on some black people that didn't do anything wrong. You gotta have your facts right. Come on, man. That's a bare minimum. So, I, you should have just stuck to I'm not gonna name names and then we could have been guessing. But like, you named two names that got resumes of helping black people. That's pretty bad um so that's what i think about what do you think yeah and it's one of those things that me and you talked about it when people talk in general like that particularly if you do not know you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes well well for them their work is public but you don't know what other things that they're doing behind the scenes or where their money might be attached to other things as um anonymous donors and all this shit you're just making assumptions and somebody said something and i don't know if it's true where she may have went to them and for whatever reason they may have told her no so she feels like y'all don't support anything because you don't support me like like you never know you know with 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 people when they make these kind of blanketed statements um and also you're also giving a discredit to the white people that support black shit like white people got to support the shit too you know yeah they white but guess what they putting their money in black shit like you act like that don't mean nothing you act like black people not getting no work off of it just because black dollars aren't aren't attached to it it means nothing yeah i mean her point is i mean it's just fucked up but her point is 
black people should be doing that work and my point is they are so what are you why are you saying that they're not you know what i'm saying like why would you especially those two names i'm sure there's some black people this applies to it ain't them niggas it's not them that's fucked up and then so this this is the part that really bothered me though about all the shit um i really think it's her style of promotion because when she was at the BET awards last night she said she kind of did a similar i have to big up myself i have to shit on everybody else and as a brand that is very fucking that's very off-putting to me you know what i mean like it's a difference between talking yo shit like look what we did look how dope are y'all look check out my product i made yo this is dope you're talking about your stuff it's like if i started promoting the black guy who tips by saying don't listen to and then naming a bunch of podcasts that are black that are doing their thing but i had to be like see we not like blank okay because see, if you fuck with them like i'm gonna tell you who not doing it like us it's like well when i say that shit on a regular basis whenever i have something new coming out it like while some people will eat it up and go yeah you're so woke well you just dropped the ball on your own on your own show right and you just have kind of moved like tweeted through it and been like uh, it's really is this other shit y'all need to be worried like no nigga you kind of fucked up you need to sit in that stop pointing out where everybody else can be better you be better you know stop promoting your shit by tearing other people's shit down like i hope all your movies are great and they all do well you Same. know like i'm not rooting against her mm-hmm. I'm, a lot of people have canceled her and you know did all these like histrionics and been really like you know fuck her and I, i'm not even one of those people i like i love the shy i'll fuck like but as i said with that shy shit i wonder if the whole point was just honestly she's not really wrong she just promoted herself like she was a boss because that's her brand and then people looked around and said you're not really the boss are you and they're like oh it's the showrunner's fault it's not my fault you know it's like well, you told us you was the boss you would get him killed off if somebody did something on your set you said those words no one put those words in your mouth the showrunner didn't say that shit you said it but now it's somebody else's fault and i wonder if that's her brand of promotion is like i pump myself up i'm so important i'm the bucking i'm the wokest i'm the most you know i'm the boss and then you know and then by 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 uh proxy she's tearing down other people because you could have did that whole interview without saying them niggas names right and and it would have got the same point across and it's like i said i feel bad for her in a way because i think she got set up for the okie doke because i don't think the headline is exactly the way it was phrased in the article agreed like her quote was not literally like fuck denzel washington will smith but she said they names in conjunction with people that don't support projects the, the, you knew somebody was going to take that and be like it's basically you saying fuck them how else so, are people supposed to take it um but yeah and it bothers me when people do stuff like that and they're not factually correct because you know that that's the bare minimum you should do before you call somebody out it reminds me when people you say jay-z and beyonce don't support blah 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 and then all this information comes out like they've been supporting activism and shit for years they just didn't they did it the way y'all claim y'all want people to do it without putting their names on it or making a big deal come on and y'all still moved the goalposts once that came out for a while too yes it is so zero to 100 can uh 75 yeah i get that one yeah 75 is about right yeah um 
let's see what else happened uh oh i'm not reading all this but um schools named after general robert e lee are now trying to change their names to other but they don't want to change all the signage and stuff on the schools the so, fuck you change the name everything got to change well hold up can please hold on i'm getting there so a lot of these schools they say like lee elementary lee high school right mm-hmm. they want to change it to other famous leagues instead of okay instead of robert e lee they want to find another lee to put as the school that's what i say bruce lee Spike i lee. said bruce lee on t- on twitter that's my number one bruce lee bruce lee martial arts academy i don't care what you call it. bruce lee need a school someone said spike lee sarah lee uh murphy lee come on somebody what the what the <laughs> it's gonna shake a tail feather at this school the, the school for the arts uh so i said ugly uh swaggerly <laughs> i'm just stanley stanley need that's a, school. a good one stanley need a school he need a school mm-hmm. i'm actually okay with zero for me i like at first i read like y'all don't want to change the name then i was like oh the, well no nah, that's a lot of leaves i would love to see a lot of lees get uh now i would really like stan lee because Dennis- malcolm lee <laughs> lee daniels i don't know all right that was a stretch what do you say i'm sorry karen i say because then uh everybody would keep showing up wanting the mutants to pop up out to school all right i want to see a bunch of these lees. is that man here no get off my phone this you're the fifth person today can you put bruce leroy can you change the e to r and put an oy on there bruce leroy school may i speak to storm storm <laughs> it does not teach here get off this phone uh all right and last one uh you know what that's the last one i don't want to do another one of these let's move on to something else that's the last one yeah that's the last one uh, i was about to get mad but then once you said that i zero because yeah. that's the thing i didn't even think about it it's gonna cost money if you have to actually completely change the name so whatever it is need to be least something yeah i'm with you just another just not that lee as long as it's not that lee i'm good all right um let's get into something a little lighter okay it's been a week since we've done this um let's do um uh, some uh some white people news everybody's that right guys like white people news about to see um of course can't do white people news without starting with uh some white people music uh preferably covers of some uh hip-hop or some black music that they do on youtube with acoustic guitars let's see who they're doing today let's see everybody's fave i guess she was at the bet awards last night people loved her okay our girl lizzo yes she was got us a, a hot fire acoustic remix Oh no. Take your ass home. What is that creepy paint she got in the background? Mm-hmm. Like a bald head baby. You know. I don't know what's happening in the background. White one piece. Is that Annabelle? What's happening here? <laughs> I don't. I'm confused. He's <laughs> gonna jump out the picture. I'm good. I don't even think that's her in the picture to the left corner. That's like an Asian lady. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm
have them, baby. Oh, oh, she getting it now. Getting in that, getting in that ukulele. Take your ass home. No. Tell him, Bethany. Oh no! I need to report you. No. No? <laughs> oh, man. I see why she only got 56 views. Oh, that's all. Well, we were 57. No wonder. I was about to... I'm not going to click this like. She got five likes. I'm not gonna click this like you know what just stay do they have an button or it's just up and down no it's just up and down and I mean it's a down I'm just not gonna do it to her uh I just I don't got the heart to do it to her um but that's definitely a thumbs down I mean yes it is I don't think that's a debate on that one Mm-mm. it's pretty terrible Jesus would you listen to a song one time I'm like oh anyway uh that's y'all man trump news uh white house reporters are throwing a going away party for sarah huckabee sanders supposedly it's only the um it's only like the the like right-wing republican people that are setting up farewell drinks for her that makes sense like daily mail who the fuck else gonna show up yeah so i don't know that that's a party really because i was like if they throw her a party as a press corps after the way she been then i mean that's the pure pure cocaine unfiltered whiteness like <laughs> no other excuse uh as trump's defense pick withdraws he addresses violent domestic uh incidents yeah so president trump uh had uh patrick shanahan uh as his sec- acting secretary of defense mm-hmm. and he had to withdraw his name because uh there's some domestic violence incidents within his family he tried to keep private his wife was arrested after punching him in the face oh and his son was arrested after a separate incident in which he hit his mother with a baseball bat oh okay now these are nearly decade old incidents but he said they will re-traumatize his young children so he announced trump announced in a tweet that shanahan would not be going through a denomination process Hmm. and he's leaving to uh go and devote more time to his family uh yeah november 2011 shanahan rushed to defend his then 17 year old son william shanahan in the days after the teenager brutally beat his mother the attack had left patrick shanahan's ex-wife unconscious in a pool of blood her skull fractured and with internal injuries that required surgery 
Goddamn. Two weeks later, Shanahan sent his ex-wife's brother a memo arguing that his son had acted in self-defense. Use of a baseball bat in self-defense will likely be viewed as an imbalance of force, Shanahan wrote. However, Will's mother harassed him for nearly three hours before the incident. The fuck? I can't imagine the kind of household where your dad is like, okay, sometimes you gotta beat your mama with a baseball bat uh and they still together details of the incident started to emerge Nigga, no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. uh then 2010 there's a punching incident an hour-long interview monday night at his, at his apartment in virginia shanahan who had been responding to questions from the post about incidents since january said he wrote a memo in the hours after his son's attack before he knew the full extent of his wife's injuries he said it was to prepare for his son's initial court appearance and that he never intended for anyone other than his son's attorney to read it um <laughs> listen i'm a piece of shit but i didn't think y'all would know <laughs> i know y'all get to read I didn't that think y'all would know um and he had an ongoing custody battle stemming from the divorce with his ex-wife i guess now and um he said he does not believe there can be any justification for an assault with a baseball bat but he went further in the interview saying he now regrets writing the passage um she says changed her name has not responded to her efforts to get in contact with her by reporters she changed her name but she didn't divorce that nigga um i think she did get divorced i don't know that makes sense they went through a divorce it said and they were going through a custody battle so i don't know if it's finalized or not but that shit was 10 years ago um yeah so um i don't know uh that's the people that trump yeah, that, wants yeah, that, the, like he don't yeah, background check that, nobody that's a lot because what is we fighting over the kid for you can keep him he beat me what the fuck he gonna do over here with me his background checks for trump are just like do will you do whatever the fuck i tell you to do yeah he wants to be a dictator that's it like his background will you do what the fuck i say okay you got the job yep and the second you don't you are fired uh all right let's get into white people news other white people news carrie underwood is being sued by a songwriter for stealing a theme to sunday night football oh shit she's being sued for stealing the song game on the country star 34 debuted the single at as it as the nfl sunday night football theme okay all right so she yeah, stole that and i know the uh i wish the dude that sung the original song went so fucked up because Bocephus. yes and the reason why is because nothing can beat that oh you're right that fuss- it's straight to the full all this other bullshit that been coming out since then been fucking whack yeah hank williams man they've been, been whack overt racist uh could have uh still had that song out there right and every year is a new theme but i don't nobody give a fuck about this y'all well heidi merrill claims she came up with the diddy in 2016 and the suit merrill said she submitted the song to underwood's producer mike mark bright who passed on using it at an event in nashville in august 2017 merrill was apparently shocked in september 2018 to see underwood and nbc promoting a new theme song called game on for the football program carrie's version is substantially even strikingly similar if not identical to her own song explained merrill in the documents underwood her producer bright nbc and the nfl are all named in the copyright infringement suit she's seeking an undisclosed amount at this time yeah if there's any truth to that they're gonna settle with her yeah man it's a lot of uh it's a lot of uh white treachery afoot now this is her version of the song game on uh by heidi merrill the time is now more here 
Okay, and back to the other version. Like somebody say, the cadence is similar. Yeah, the thing that's gonna, the thing that I think would hurt it for her because i'm to be honest i can see an argument for like these are not the same song to be uh, honest with y'all agreed but the thing that's gonna kill her is if she really did submit that song to her manager and then that it just miraculously ended up being the same title similar cadence song now, now if that's the case y'all yeah it's gonna be a problem then it might be a problem if it's but if it's literally i mean if it wasn't for that or if they can prove that that didn't happen then i don't know that she has a case but yeah that i mean ugh uh bella yeah, neither one of the songs will be on my list to, to play i assume so uh bella thorne slams Whoopi goldberg over sick response to nude photo hat who's a bella thorne a white woman okay. shame on you the star said while adding that she planned to cancel an upcoming appearance on the view bella thorne was livid on tuesday after the view co-host Whoopi goldberg criticized her for taking nude photos of herself a hacker had threatened to blackmail Thorne by going public with new photos of her. So Thorne posted top, the topless images of herself to Twitter, to her Twitter account on Saturday, arguing that it was her decision to share the images. So basically, someone was like trying to blackmail her, like, I'ma show the, like, sex that you sent, the pics, and your news to the world. And she went on Twitter and, and, and like, I, I actually think the- it was dope. She really put up her own pictures out there, like, and she said you don't get to take another thing from me in all caps and posted pictures of her own titties like and these are some good titties bam right and she has the right to do that so on monday episode of abc daytime talk show the view goldberg criticized Thorne for taking the photographs in the first place that old chestnut <laughs> why do people even take nudes like the same the people they gonna fuck i'm sorry that you didn't make it in the news era why do you let boyfriends wear blackface and people where they take public pictures it happens mm-hmm. why is it not rape rape right if you're famous i don't care how old you are you don't take new photos of yourself goldberg said if you don't know this is 2019 that this is an issue i'm sorry you cannot be surprised if someone hacked you especially if you have stuff on your phone but my thing is that was hacked which means it was against my will i didn't openly give them this information and thorne said shame on you uh on instagram stories i just wanted to say that me watching this video made me feel really bad about myself you're so crazy for thinking such terrible things on such an awful situation the star then went to say she was going to cancel her upcoming the view um thing and then she also said fuck everyone who blames girls for what happens to them y'all can take nudes dance and dress the way you want your body is a work of art and it's your choice to share it's your choose to sell share it or not stay strong my bb i love ver you two hard emojis our society's fucked up and in a letter posted to instagram stories she said it was sick and disgusting for goldberg to blame girls for taking photos in the first place and that she helped the co-host would change her point of view since young girls watch her show so yeah i mean i i kind of on Bella's side here i think Ruby goldberg be 
there's a lot of old people like that yeah and the thing with whoopi man like she's one of those people that she'll say something one day and like oh man i fucking love whoopi goldberg she just don't give a fuck and then you had them other days you're like oh that's right i forgot she just don't give a fuck <laughs> like like it worked both ways we like one day you're like oh man she she doesn't give a fuck with that she'll say anything and then you're like oh that's right she'll say anything anything oh but yeah so and that's kind of the nature of the view anyway because mm-hmm. you're gonna say some shit that people are gonna get upset by because uh that's what the fucking show does um let's see what else happened um a group in colorado drinks their own pee for health benefits no i didn't ask if you like some pee karen i was just telling you that these this is what these white people do Oh, uh, I'm surprised Pepper Pot ain't got on it and started selling it. Who? Pepper Potts. Oh, Iron Man. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow yes. is her real name. Once upon, once a month, a group of people in Boulder get together at the public library to talk about a subject that makes people cringe and disgust. This is the urine therapy meetup, said Christopher Macker. Mac- uh, there are a group of people who either drink down pee or use it for topical treatment. Macor began using it when he said no other creams or ointments helped his, his eczema on his hands eczema on his hands wow he says the moment he began soaking them in his urine his eczema went away and then you went i should start a group of telling people about this we should hang out and some of the people in the group are like i don't use it for eczema i just like to taste the pee and you was like you still in the group <laughs> what we all in the pp group yeah why would you like what is happening i just pee on myself right how how you gonna space the kids when you're trying to potty train them but ma you drink pee too you (laughs) pee on yourself too if peeing your pants makes you cool then i'm miles davis no i'm gonna be a bunch of old people in the pants in there yeah you know it um so it's the fluid of your body that's being given to you i hope they're drinking plenty of said, water said macord well they would be karen's how they're getting the pee who added the practice dates back to four thousand years it's called shivambu uh the group oh that's what we're doing blaming on some indian people i see what you're doing player the group also includes indara bat gupta a woman who said her urine has been helping with various ailments since 1983 in the morning that's the first thing i do let some part go take the middle part put it in my eyes put it in my face and just have some chai in the morning smelling pissy okay in your eyes man salty stuff hurts in your eyes you put pee in your eyes the group uses five the group of five yeah okay i guess he yeah, can only all get five, five of y'all right the group of five uses urine in various ways although one participant just came to see what it was all about so this is the pb group huh y'all i mean it do smell like y'all like pee uh, i'll give you that somebody here got some asparagus I, i'll see that uh is that pineapple you eating donna calabrese i'm had, drinking i'm sorry yeah donna calabrese calabrese hasn't tried it and wants more proof what more proof uh, can someone help me in the bathtub real quick? Uh, no, it's not a sexual thing. I just need some proof. I'm a scientist. Uh, when her friend first told her about, about it, she said she had the normal American reaction. The second reaction is okay. There's gotta be some sort of scientific validity somewhere. I need to see it. Girl, you need a job. What are you doing? <laughs> you supposed to be too busy for this shit. 
too busy to be joining this motherfucking group oh my god uh medical expert dr camilla kamala sassoon said there isn't any scientific evidence and it could be harmful because of the bacteria she would not recommend anyone try this oh you mean the person with a degree and that went to school is the one that's like y'all five crazy people need to stop right if you have a cut or anything no Teresa therese nichols uh nickel uh had only soaked her feet in urine until the meeting on wednesday morning but the group gave her the courage to go further i know that i'll be drinking my urine when i get home she said and she did she gathered a fresh sample sample and drank it all in one gulp with a shrug on her shoulder she said that was fine what that was fine Just take a shot of your own piss. No, I will never. I am disgusted. That. The only time I heard of people drinking their own piss is if they stuck somewhere is the only thing to fucking drink. Other than that, drink water. Yeah, I've. Yeah, if you stuck in a desert, maybe. Right, that's the only time I've heard people say that they would drink it because they basically is this a fucking thirst to death? That's a whole different scenario. But y'all got water and soda and and y'all got other options, right? Yeah, I it it, it can never get this bad. <laughs> it can never it can just never be this. It can never be this bad, dog. You know, and that's what happened when you don't have a predator. You don't have nobody coming around and fucking you up. You need a lion in Denver. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. <laughs> when you, you ain't got nothing you're scared of, you're afraid of, you do shit like this. Yeah. Like you just like this is why I, see the police be trying to kill us for no reason. So we haven't got this far. We, we haven't got yeah. advanced enough where we've drinking piss and shit. We don't have the privilege and the and the luxury of being able to say, you know what I wanna do? I'm gonna take a, a sip of my piss or maybe pour it on my feet see if it could do something about these calluses we don't do stuff like this Mm-mm. you know what we say when we see this fuck this shit i'm out Mm-mm. fuck this shit i'm out no thanks don't mind me i'ma just grab my stuff and leave excuse me please fuck this shit i'm out nope fuck this shit i'm out all right then I don't know what the fuck just happened. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of fuck this shit. I'm out. Exclusive stagehand on Anne Hathaway's new movie, The Witches, is stabbed in the neck with a Stanley knife in a row over tea bags at the Warner Brothers Film Studios. Oh shit. Mm hmm. No, it's white people because they had a row. A stagehand on Anne Hathaway's new movie, The Witches, was stabbed in the neck during a fight over a tea bag at one of Britain's top film studios police said they were called to warner brothers studio in leviston hedfordshire oh yeah we all know hedfordshire i like that dress famous for filming harry potter after the brawl between the two crew working on the uh new raw dial blockbuster two ambulances were also called as the injured man was taken to the nearby hospital as police arrested his alleged attacker the scrap uh, the scrap between a rigger and a stagehand 
who had uh worked together previously took place around uh as around 100 crew and were on set and eyewitness claimed that the dispute between the two workers escalated after one pinched the other's teabag oh <laughs> oh shit don't be pinching my teabag not in england bitch that's fighting words bruv okay i don't know what you thought was we, gonna happen we take tea seriously bitch oh put put up there will be fisticuffs put up both of your hands and prepare yourself um and eyewitness claimed the dispute started uh yeah a spokeswoman for the Hertfordshire police confirmed uh that they were called around 12 35 p.m to reports of an incident at warner brothers studio production one man in his 40s sustained a small laceration to his neck and was taken to the hospital by ambulance uh he was released later that evening following treatment a, a second man who was 54 was arrested on suspicion of wounding with intent to do grievous bodily harm and released on bail until wednesday july 17th the men are known to each other inquiries are continuing at the time to establish the full circumstances around what happened following the attack several crew members rushed to the aid of the wounded man who's believed to be stabbed with a stanley knife word about the street yeah they got knives over there they don't have guns necessarily but they got Mm-mm. they keep the they keep the, the stabs on them we can still fuck you up right it's, it's, i won't be able to take eight of you but one at a time you're going down they keep the shifts okay uh uh <laughs> word stanley of- knife the name brand knife mm-hmm mm-hmm uh word about the incident rapidly spread amongst production crew working on films in the joining studios one one said people started messaging each other about what happened so i went out to take a look and saw loads of police we've heard that it was a fight between a stagehand and a rigger this is a very big production and very embarrassing for warner brothers things can get quite heated on set but i've never known of anything like this to happen in all the years i've been involved in the industry warner brothers didn't comment because it's under investigation and witches is a remake of the 1990 film oh i I love that film damn they remaking it already huh and hathaway is gonna be in it octavia spencer and chris rock it's not known if any of them were on set for the stat chris rock gonna be it what the fuck role is he gonna play uh, huh i don't remember that movie did i watch no that? seen witches you didn't see it with me for sure i know that much it was before uh it might have been before we started dating 1990 yeah that's before we started dating yeah it is i think let me think yeah because i was 178 so it was before we started dating um well yeah um it's a good movie though uh jim henson directed it mm. so we should watch it one day okay dude, like it. the muffet uh dude does muffets. yeah that's him so uh but yeah they're stabbing niggas in the neck wow over tea um uh, cuba <laughs> tea time is deadly apparently oh that's so polite over there i just can't imagine getting stabbed over that shit mm-hmm. oh, would yeah. you like some smoke breath <laughs> like somebody say you teabagging me we got problems don't fuck with my teabags <laughs> would you like some smoke bro ah Kira Gooden jr smiles as he hands himself into the nypd to face groping charges oh Cuba Gooden Jr. turned herself in to the NYPD on Thursday to be arrested on charges of forcible touching after allegedly grabbing a woman's breast at a nightclub on Sunday. The actor arrived back in New York City on Thursday morning after denying that he was inappropriate to his accuser. He was seen arriving at the SVU, Special Victims Unit, in early afternoon smiling as he entered the building with his lawyer. He said, I'm not black, I'm Cuba Gooden. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I said, is this white people news? You got damn right Cuba Gooden Jr. is in white people yes, news. Yes, he is. Oh, oh, well, don't I let it fool you. People love him. Yeah, Jeremy McGuire and put him on the motherfucking map. Y'all think white people don't know no black people? Get the fuck out of here, man. A lot of these, a lot of these people done made the flip. They done made it into white people they news. Went to the other side. Plus he was probably grabbing white women. He got a little too comfortable. <laughs> he got a little too, thought he was Trump. I'm just grabbing people by the pussy now. No, you not. Mm-hmm you going to jail now son right uh so yeah uh he was smiling and they had him handcuffed with his arms behind his back he looked like he did it y'all oh i, I don't know did they say they have film on it i don't know yeah that, i mean other other incident yeah yeah but you can't make out shit I, i'm not even gonna waste time playing it here okay because it's so far away it's grainy surveillance footage and you really can't tell from that far away anything definitive you know it like if she say he, it was fucked up then it's fucked up i don't have what am i gonna say right i don't know people that just let you grab their legs and titties uh maybe it's a setup but i i mean that's a hell of a setup bitch set me up right that's a hell of a setup hey cute good drink can you just grab my legs and titties real quick oh my god why well, i never i'm suing so i don't know maybe we'll find out more information than it's all set up but these pictures of him walking in nigga he look like he did it yes he does like just smile on his like bro you gotta get a better you gotta get a blank expression or you gotta walk in there with your head down the sun you gotta look ashamed man you can't walk in there like i mean he even got his fucking uh collar knot button at the top the tie on loose like he about to go film risky business (laughs) what are you doing bro who's your who are you getting advice from who are you getting advice from who yeah just walk in there like a with the same energy of a frat boy accused of rape yeah that's that's what i'll do and then i guess this him on the way out and yeah, he, facial he expression changed, yeah, it changed it? on that one mm-hmm. i guess i don't know when that picture was taken that's a better picture though you gotta look sad that's the picture you should have had going in yeah you can't be looking like you just like you holding a big joker in space <laughs> like you about to run to boston right like that reminds me of when that other when that white woman walked into um the actress that played Aunt Becky tried to walk into the courtroom being like, oh, oh, oh fans, I'll sign a few autographs. Sign like, autographs and shit. It's like, nigga, you look guilty as shit right now. What you doing? Who are your peoples? Somebody's supposed to be like, no, we don't do that. Just walk in looking sad and serious. Like, this shit is not a game. Judges don't like this. They do not. All right. That's enough. We're over two hours now, guys. Okay. You've gotten so much entertainment out of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we will do sword ratchetness though. I'll never forget. Um, A huge sword fight breaks out in Brit Town. Armed cops scrambled. Emergency service called to reports of a large fight between a gang of men in Dudley West Midlands. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's where uh, Frodo fought uh, by the mountain. One of the <laughs> by the volcano. One of the men reportedly brandished a sword-like weapon in a brawl, which broke out at 10 a.m. this morning. Police say six men have now been detained and another has been injured. The weapon has also been recovered six men damn did everyone have a sword or just one who knows um they received 999 calls from 10 a.m this morning that's been a 911 yeah okay um 
and they said reports one man had a sword police officers including the armed police arrived at the scene detained six men one of whom had cuts to his hands no one was seriously hurt the forces firearms operation unit added on twitter team c has been deployed to reports of a fight involving a person wielding a sword in hashtag netherton this morning after detaining several people one person has been arrested and the weapon recovered one witness later told the Birmingham Birmingham Live, uh, I guess, news people that the scene was chaos. I've never seen anything like that in my life. It was chaos. Police did a very good job of handling the situation. Do you want the smoke breath? All right, y'all, that's it. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, and Wednesday is going to be a Balls Deep pregame episode. So uh just three, I guess four shows this week. Mm-hmm. So uh all right, until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mm-hmm.